Hi, this is Sam Lagana with the Los Angeles Rams. Who's house? You're listening to the Los Angeles Rams UK Podcast. Undenied worldwide. The Los Angeles Rams. It doesn't get any better than this. Let's go Rams. Hello and welcome to another edition of the LA Rams UK Podcast. Um, a bit of a change this week as our usual hosts, Chris and Aaron, um, have both decided that they've got something better to do. So it's going to be myself, Jordan, that, that takes us through. Um, obviously not doing it alone, so this week I've got with me Tony. Hi Tony, how are we doing? Not so bad, Jordan. Good evening, And also, also Rob, how are we doing? Yeah, doing fine, thanks. Cheers. So the Rams are now 2-0 after a convincing 37-19 win on the road to the Philadelphia Eagles. It's it's now 5-0 for the Rams on the dreaded 10 a.m. body clock under Sean McVay, which is an extremely impressive stat. Um, so it was something that West Coast teams seem to dread. And we've also scored 30, over 30 points in each of those games. So um, extremely impressive and... You know, we've got another one coming up this week, so that could be a, a stat that possibly continues. Um, we'll dive into the, the Eagles game in a second, but also coming up we'll have the predictions competition between ourselves from last week and then also this week's picks. And of course we'll look at that, that Bills game as well as taking your questions that have come in via social media. Um, so we'll just kind of dive into the initial initial thoughts in the game. Rob, what, what was your thoughts on that one? Very impressive. Um, I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I, I loved the way we came out firing right away again. Um, the, certainly the turnover, you know, the turnover um, that the Eagles had early certainly kind of set us up well. Um, but whenever we were on, on offense early, we just seemed to be clicking. And, you know, golf going 13 for, for 13, you know, early on, was uh, it just, just tells you all. You know, it, it seemed to come together for us offensively um, very quickly. Um, and again, I think I think the, the, the defense, as, as it went along, uh, uh, adapted again this week. So it did. And, and I think, again, it had its moments, you know, where it certainly kind of, kind of closed down and con- and cont- contained, you know, the, the the Eagles. So again, I think that I can over overall very pleasing performance. So it was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tony, what was what was your thoughts? Well, I think Rob's stolen all my good material there. I mean, I think the the thirteen <laughs> from thirteen from from Jared Goff was was fantastic. Uh, I read slightly afterwards that the the rest of the team started not speaking to to Goff just so they wouldn't jinx his run. Um, and again, that 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 first fumble turnover was just phenomenal. You know, that changed the whole momentum of the game, and then gave us that first score really. Um, and you know, it, it got to the stage where you thought we'd won the game in the first half, really, the second quarter, and then the Eagles sort of came back into it. But then we. As a team, we seemed to grow more confident and more, more used to what we were doing. And you know, some some of the performance from some of the players was just, was just fantastic. It was it was it was a delight to watch, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was. I mean, I've, I've watched the, the highlights back a couple of times on on Game Pass, just the, the forty minute highlights, and it's it's kind of amazing how easily we seem to score thirty seven points. It was, mm. you know, at no point was it ever really a, a struggle. Um, and again, like I think Rob touched on that the defense, you know, again the the second half, what 
three points conceded um, to go yeah. with what was it three three against Dallas as well so you know the second half performance of the defence is extremely impressive um, yeah it's, it's going to I think considering we, we weren't too sure how the team was going to be going into the season it's been an extremely impressive start um, yeah so dive, maybe to dive a bit deeper in was there any players in, in particular or any plays that, that stood out for you Tony? Um I mean, I, I don't think we can look much further, further than Mika Kaiser as a defensive player for the NFC, to be honest. You know, he had an outstanding game. And if you want to look any further than him, I, I think you've got to pick out Higby, haven't you, with his three touchdowns. Um, and you, 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 can, you can talk about, you know, Jared Goff with his um, 13 pass, straight passes. And, you know, do you need to go any further than those three? I'm sure we're all picking at least one of those. Yeah, Rob, any any advance on that? Um, very much what Tony said. I think that that, that was certainly three of the very good performances. Um, I'd like to also mention uh, Daryl Henderson. Um, I think I think he took his opportunity. Is that maybe the best way to put it? Um, you know, we lost Acres early in that game to the to the rib injury. Um, but he really stepped up, as I say, on on the ground and and, and a few passes through the air. Um, as I say, I, I think he was another one that I thought really, um, really shone in, in that game. So it was. Um, but no, I, th- I think you touched on the, the kind of the ones that really stood out, Tony. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of the plays, you had Micah Kaiser the third down stop on Sanders kind of out in the flat. I think it was pretty. It was pretty early on, first half anyway. Um, I think Sanders probably walks in for a touchdown if uh, Kaiser doesn't make the tackle. Um, yeah, Henderson as well. He did the long pass play and the the long run. Um, and also Van Jefferson had a nice a nice play. It was a really good throw by Goff as well. Um, out in the near near touchline um, or sideline, sorry. Um, you know, it's I think there was plays made all over the field by a lot of different people, which is always always certainly encouraging as well. Um, yeah, just Tony's mentioned Tyler Higby there. Do, do, what do we think? Do you think he's in the, the top tight end um, discussion now, or top tier tight end anyway? I think you've probably got George Kettle of the 49ers, Travis Kelsey of the, the Chiefs, and I watched the, the Monday night game. You've possibly got uh, is it Darren Waller of the Raiders in that conversation as well. Do, you, do we think... Higby's in there. Do we need to see you know a full season of production? Obviously, he's kind of carried the forum over from the end of of twenty nineteen. So, um, Rob, what's your your thoughts on that? Do you know he's just going from strength to strength, isn't he? Um, I, I remember when we actually um, signed him again. You know, I was really. I think they saw something in him. I think they they, they saw the the potential for Higby to to really progress and become what we're seeing now. Um, it, it's such a good end to last season, and he's just picked up from where he's actually. Uh, he's just picked up from where he's actually left. Uh, last season, and you know the the three touchdowns was was just terrific. I mean, he just he just was um, prolific. You know, I actually, I've actually got a wee interesting start for you, actually, so I have. Um, the last time a Rams tight end um, actually caught three touchdowns in a game was back in 1988, um, Damon Johnson. So it was. So that's how rare stuff like that is. Um, and hats off to, 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 to uh, uh, Tyler Higby, because if he continues the way he is, then yeah, I don't think there's any reason why we can't be talking about him. You know, it's certainly up in the higher echelons of the, the tight ends in the league. 
Yeah, um, Tony, what's your your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I mean, he's certainly progressed, hasn't he? I mean, he had 2017, 2018, he had 300 yards. Uh, not as near as damn it, 300 yards each season. It was 7.30 last year with three touchdowns, you know, to, to produce three touchdowns in one game. And, you know, I, I think this is part of Sean McVeigh going back to his um, Washington football team days um, where he likes to play to the tight ends. Um, and I think he's got a couple of good players in Everett and um, Higby that, that that fit his system. And we're not, this sounds terrible, but we're not shackled to Todd Gurley anymore. We we can be a bit more open. You know, we, we had such a good player for a couple of three years with Todd Gurley that it seemed that we had to play through him a lot of the time because he was so versatile. But now that he's not with the team, it does seem that we're we're being a bit more open with our play and bringing the tight ends and and different wide receivers into the game as well. So I mean, I I, I can't see any reason why Higby wouldn't hit a thousand yards this season, and however many touchdowns that would that would equate to as well. Yeah, um, definitely. I think maybe for me, not quite in that top tier yet. But if he continues this year then you you certainly have to to put them in and with that I mean it was a you know a variety of touchdowns he scored you know there was the it was a couple of goal line ones but then obviously he had the the, the deep pass which was a, a terrific pass from Goff as well um so I think we're, we're seeing a lot more of them which is extremely encouraging and also just to add on to Rob's stat. I think even the last time a, a Rams player had three receiving touchdowns was Tory Holt about 15 years ago or something. So just to add a bit more rarity on it, it's not even a, a wide receiver thing for this team in the past 15 years. So yeah. as you know, the how prolific this offense can be. Um, I suppose we have to, unfortunately, we have to kind of end on a, a sour note. We had a, a few injuries. I think we've come out with four injuries. Um, Rob touched on one, which was Cam Akers, extremely, extremely early on in the game. Um, separated rib cartilage, I think. Which, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but it doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound enjoyable, anyway. Um, we had Malcolm Brown, who I think broke a pinky finger, but he's not expected to miss any time at all. I think Akers might miss one or two games, possibly. Um, Joe Noteboom uh, was starting left guard. He had a calf problem. Um, I think he's possibly going to be on uh, the injured reserve, although obviously this year they have the kind of shortened injured reserve where you only need to be on it for, for three weeks. So that could be something depending on the severity of the of the injury. And also um, Darius Williams, who had the extremely impressive interception, which at the start of the second half was it really turned the momentum um i think that really potentially won the game at that point um i think he has a, a slight problem but again not not expected to miss any time so um not great i suppose but when you look around the league it's it's a lot a lot better than other teams i suppose um have you seen some of the injuries tony that was that been going on yeah i was i was just looking through some i mean i, I think we all saw the the 49ers have been particularly um, um, badly hit with injuries. Um, but, I mean, just as bad as the Seattle Seahawks as well, actually. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and six 
for the Niners. I mean, there th- th- does seem to be a lot of injuries for week two already. And it? Is, is that the lack of a preseason catching up with people where, you know, some of the starters may have played the first couple of games and picked up minor injuries and then recovered during the, the final two preseason games and been ready and fit for the, the new season. Um, and I think that's going to play a part of it. But I mean, there does seem to be a lot of injuries around. I mean, Sammy Watkins for the Kansas Chiefs. Um, I'm sure we can run through loads of different names. But yeah, there does seem to be a lot of injuries closing around. And touch wood, um, we do seem to be doing okay at the moment. But um, I hope that continues. Yeah, well, I think the the headline kind of coming off it, I think there was seven ACL injuries this weekend, which... Um, is certainly the most I can ever remember in one weekend. Um, you obviously had the, the 49ers were kind of blaming, or they were certainly unhappy with the, the turf. You know, if that turf is a problem, then then uh, you know we're, we're avoiding it at, at least. Um, yeah, so I mean that was the headline news kind of around the league. I think in terms of Rams news, again for was this the second or third week running of done a contract after we've done a podcast <laughs> so this week it was the, the turn of Robert Woods um, you know obviously after the Cooper Cup deal it was kind of he was the next name mentioned and it was a, a four year 65 million dollar extension so another one wrapped up what's your, what's your thoughts on that one Rob? Um, fabulous. Uh, I think it's nothing more than Robert Woods deserves. Uh, I think he has been a terrific um, player for us since we picked him up a few seasons back in free agency. Um, he is another guy who just, for me, has gone from strength to strength. He, he seems to suit the system and he's just the Swiss Army knife of wide receivers, isn't he? You know, he does everything well and something that doesn't get uh, the spotlight shone in it very often is his blocking ability as well. Um, but uh, yeah, really happy with that. You know, he, he got some very decent numbers. I, I think he deserves it. I think he's, he's looking at something like, um, as you see, it's 65 million contract. Um, it's 32 million guaranteed, um, potentially rising up to 68 million. Um, so yeah, I think nothing, nothing less than it deserves, and uh, really nice to see them tying up another, you know, real key to that offense for us. Yeah, what's your your thoughts on that one, Cooper? The uh, Tony, sorry, Cooper Cup getting his, his pal, <laughs> getting his pal for the next few years as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, I think since he's since he signed for us um, from Buffalo. Um, coincidentally this week um, I, th- I think he's had some really good seasons for us, I mean, it was only that first year with us where he, he didn't hit a thousand yards um, but every year since he's hit that 1200, 1100 yards and he, I, th- I think as Rams fans we always we always see what he does on the field, the blocking um, he, he made a couple of runs this week as well didn't he, pure running plays as well as the receptions uh, receiving yards as well. So, I mean, he, he is that, as Rob said, that, that Swiss Army knife receiver um, that can play across across the line for us. And who 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 else is there left to sign now that we can sign? It's, it's just great that the front office um, are managing to to manipulate the the salary cap and get these deals done now. Yeah, um, I mean, I can I can remember when he first signed. I can't. I can't remember. I wish I'd pulled up the the figures, but you know it was like 
four-year 36 million or something like that and people were losing their minds like we'd overpaid this guy who's done he's done nothing in buffalo why we paying him you know nearly 10 million a year and it's you know he's got a deserved pay rise because he's been an absolute bargain um still one of the most underrated not just receivers but players in the nfl you know he didn't even crack the i know it's a, a player voted thing but you would expect his peers to to recognise how good mm-hmm. he is, he didn't even cr- he didn't even crack the NFL top one hundred. Um, so yeah, well well deserved um, on that one. So I think now we will look at last week's predictions for our. It was five games last week that we predicted all the all the Sky games as we started in week one. Um, so that was the Browns beating the Bengals. The I was the only one to pick this one. I'd like to point out the Colts beating the Vikings, <laughs> um, Ravens beating the Texans, Seahawks beating the Patriots, and the Raiders opening their new stadium with a win over the Saints. Um, so just run through the, just run through quickly the scores from that week there, and then the totals. So Rob two from that week. Um, Chris, Tony, Aaron and Tom all with three and myself with four so in terms of the totals through two weeks we've got Tony sitting in last place, what's what's going on what's going on there with five points uh, then Rob with six um, Aaron and Tom on eight Chris on nine and then I'm currently in the lead with ten so we'll have a look at um, this week's predictions later on, but I think it's probably time to go on to um, the Rams game on Sunday. So it's obviously we're facing the Buffalo Bills on the road again, um, having to travel out east again, another cross-country flight just due to the, the COVID restrictions. Um, facing a, a 2-0 Bills team who, had a, you know, the Jets and the Dolphins maybe not the strongest opposition, but but they've they've won them, so that's all you can do, I suppose. So, um, Rob, what's your initial thoughts going into this one? I, I think the, the the Bills for me are much improved, and I think the last couple of seasons they've just been going in that direction. You know, Josh Allen looks to be uh, developing into the franchise quarterback. They were hoping they had drafted, you know, high enough first round draft, uh, first round draft. A couple of years back, um, he really has taken strides, and he's looking particularly good this season through the air. Um, had a wee bit of a clangor actually in the first game against the Jets, um, where he's a he's a mobile quarterback. Um, it does he does like to take off now and again. He had a couple of fumbles um, in the first game of the season against the Jets. Um, doesn't seem to phase him though. It came back, put up really good numbers, um, and again in the game last week against the Dolphins did exactly the same. Um, so I think we can expect that. I think we can expect a, a mobile quarterback with very decent targets. You know, in that wide receiver core, um, they they picked up uh, Stephen Diggs um, from free agency. He looks to be the real threat. Um, it, it, it big numbers last week against the uh, the, the, the Dolphins. Um, I, I think it was well over a hundred yards. So it was. Um, I think you know the, the two guys beside him, uh, John Brown and Cole Beasley. I think it is as well. Um, they, they, they like ourselves. They, they do have the personnel to play that, play those three wide receiver sets, and they look to be playing it very well. And that added dimension that Josh Allen is a wee bit mobile. 
you know, seems to be complementing that that system very well just now. Um, young young running back uh, Devin Singletree. Singletary, I believe it is. Um, again, has looked pretty decent the first two games. Um, so you certainly need to keep an eye on the running game as well. So you do. Um, on the flip side, um, I think the defense is handy. You know, me personally, down the years, whenever I think of the Buffalo Bills, you always think about you know a strong defense. Um, and I think that that's still the case just now. Um, I think they've been kind of hurting a bit at linebacker. Um, I think they've got a couple of guys kind of like questionable for this game. Uh, Matt Milano and. Uh, uh, I think Edwards, the middle linebacker as well. Um, I think those guys have missed some time recently, so hurting a wee bit at the linebacker core. Um, but uh, again, they'll, they'll be looking forward to hopefully getting these guys back for this game. So uh, that'll be interesting to see if that transpires. And again, I think the further back you go in that defence, um, some real tasty tasty players in that secondary. Um, guys like uh, uh, Tredavious White, a very decent corner. Um, uh, Micah Hyde, again, another very good safety. Um, uh, Levy Wallace again. Uh, I, I think a young, up and coming uh, corner. So I think Goff's going to be, you know, have to be um, kind of picking his passes this week a little bit. Certainly, you know, with those guys kind of sitting back there. But the one thing they have in their favour is again we're having to travel, you know, right over that east uh, east coast side or that, over that east side, as you say. Um, Jordan, so for me, there's, there's the potential of a little bit of fatigue setting in because that's a lot of air miles, you know, over the last three weeks for this Rams team. Um, but uh, I think, to be honest with you, the way, the way we've played um, and beat stronger opposition than they have the, the first couple of weeks, uh, I go into this game, this game confident, as I say, and uh, I think we can take these guys. Yeah, um, Tony, anything, anything to add? Is there anything being missed? What, what's you got anything on that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Rob's missed anything, but I mean, I think it's worth highlighting that the the Bills have beaten the two potentially the two worst teams in the NFL um, to go two and zero. Um, but you know, again, we are on the road. Uh, but I think you highlighted earlier in the conversation, Jordan. Um, we are five and zero on that early kickoff slot on the East Coast. Um, I'm. Mm, I hate to say the word confident, but I'm optimistic uh, about our chances this Sunday. I'm, I'm loving the six o'clock kickoff time. It just gives enough time to actually get things sorted during the day and actually get sat down in front of your TV screen or your computer screen with a couple of beers and some snacks uh, and look forward to the game. And I'm looking forward to actually making that six and a rather than five and a. And I, it, I don't think it'd be an easy game. I think they'll make us work hard for this, but I, th- I, th- I think we can take this. Yeah, um, it's it's one that certainly in the the you know the predictions that we did, I, I had the the Rams losing this one. We'll not we'll not give away our full predictions. We'll, we'll come to them next, but you know it's I think this is certainly going to be the most physical game that we've we've played. Um, you know, you've, if we're talking the, the kind of top threats, then Rob's obviously mentioned Stefan Diggs, who, you know, I think week one he didn't put up his, his big numbers, but, you know, against the Dolphins, he had 100 and, 153 yards for a touchdown. Um, you know, Josh, Josh Allen himself can run the ball, and I know we faced two mobile quarterbacks four times a year essentially with, with uh, Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson but they're not as big as this guy so it's going to be a bit of a different threat um, yeah I think obviously we have our own shutdown corner in Jalen Ramsey and the, the Bills have certainly got one in Tredavious White um, 
he was the highest paid guy or corner in the league before before Ramsey got his deal. So, I mean, obviously we we know the Rams don't necessarily have that number one receiver, so it's going to be interesting to see who he shadows because you would maybe expect Ramsey to to shadow Diggs. You know, that's something that we'll we'll maybe see. But in terms of just the way McVeigh schemes things, you know, I don't, I don't think you can really do that against the Rams. You can't really shadow Robert Woods because it leaves, you know, Cooper Cup and even, you know, um, Josh Reynolds or Van Jefferson. Or this week, I think, we've spoke about him already, Tyler Higman might have a big game. Um, for the Dolphins, their tight end, Mike Gesicki, he had eight catches for 130 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, if that's anything to, to look on, then then Tyler Higby might be in for a big game. So I think it's, you know, potentially going to be, although the Cowboys were tough, I suppose, you know, it's, it's got the potential to be the, the toughest game of the season, especially on the road, especially with the, the travel, as we've, as we've seen. So um, it's going to be an interesting one. And as Tony says, six o'clock for us guys here in the UK. It's also on Sky Sports, which... Is handy for some of us, I suppose. I know, I know, it's a big, a big thing with the, uh, with the fans over here. If you've got Game Pass, it's blacked out, but, um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, uh, anything to add on on the game itself, gents? Tony, anything else? Um, no, no. I, I think Rob did a really good summary of the game, actually. But um, I, I, I think it will be a decent game to watch. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be in a high-scoring game, but uh, we're probably wandering onto the next agenda item here, actually, Jordan. But um, I, I think it'll be an interesting game to watch from from both perspectives. Yeah. Now let's just let's just go into that then. So, Tony, go go ahead with your your prediction for this week. <laughs> um, well, I, I, in our season predictions, I did have this down for a loss, um, as I did for the Eagles game, actually. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going for a win, um, and I don't see why we can't score another 30 points. Okay. Um, Rob, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, 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 I can see us winning this game. I, I don't think we're going to put up as many points as maybe we did in the last game, um, but I think we've got enough to win this game um, and get back on that plane and get back home. Um, myself, I'm I'm actually going to be the pessimist this week. Um, I did have it in a loss in the the season prediction, so it's not necessarily the reason I'm keeping it. It's more the I think it's the travel aspect. Um, and I mean I know they're not flying, you know, they're not flying economy um, across across the country, but it's still going to take it out you regardless. Um, you know, Josh Allen's having a, a great start to the season, actually leads the NFL in passing. So I just think with the physicality of the Bills, it's going to be a tight one and I can see them see them sneaking it. You know, all the same, it, it's not going to be a, a shock. You know, it's not going to be a major upset if the Rams take this one in my eyes or anything. But I just think, you know, after the first couple of games, we've obviously back and forward across the country. And... Um, yeah, I've got a loss for this one, unfortunately. So we'll move on then to predictions for the other games this week. So the Rams game is on Sky this week, as I said. So that's already one of our predictions for us guys done. Um, the other guys, Aaron, Tom and Chris, all have 
the Rams winning that one as well. So um, a clean sweep apart from myself for that one. Um, Thursday night football, we have the Dolphins at the Jags. Um, it's a clean sweep of the Jaguars on this one. So um, everyone going for that. Any anything? Any reason for that in particular, Tony? Um, no, I, 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 the the Jags are at home. I thought, uh, yeah, Jags are at home. I, that was that was purely on that. Actually, you know, it's, I don't think it's going to be a great game. So just the home team. Yeah. Um, then the nine or nine twenty-five game over here on the Sundays, Cowboys at Seahawks, and again we've got a clean sweep um, for the Seahawks. So, uh, Rob, what was your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I just think the Seahawks at home. Um, I think will just be just be too strong. I think for the Cowboys, um, they just squeaked by uh, the Falcons there. You know, at the weekend, um, the Cowboys don't look convincing to me at all. Um, and whereby the Seahawks do, you know, the the, the one full game I watched of the Seahawks week one, um, they, they look terrific, as I say. And I think at home they'll be they'll be a match for just about anybody. Uh, yep. So Sunday night football is the Packers at. Saints, and we've got a, a split right down the middle here with Chris, uh, myself, and Aaron going for the Saints, and then Tony, Rob, and Tom going for the Packers. So, uh, Tony, you see a, a road win in this one? Yeah, I just can't pick the Saints at all. I just, just, I just can't do it. It's got to be the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair, fair enough. And then uh, Monday night football should be should be. A, a decent game this week. It's the Chiefs at the Ravens, so Mahomes versus Jackson, which, which should be an interesting one. A um, little bit of a split again. Got myself and Aaron going Ravens, and then Chris, Tony, Rob, and Tom with the Chiefs. So, Rob, what was your, your thinking on that one? I, again, I watched the highlights, uh, the highlights of the Chiefs game. So I did there at the weekend, and you know, I, again, they, they just they look like the champions. They really do, and and I, and I know they're 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 away to the Ravens this week. Um, I, I can see a very close game, and, and I think because I can see a close game, the Chiefs are are just that team that 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 have made a living out of winning close games, you know, and coming coming from behind and just and and pipping, you know, teams to the post. And it's a difficult one to call, you know, potentially the best two teams in the league. Um but I just think the Chiefs, you know, if it is close, like I say, I think they they have just that mentality to nip it, I think. Yeah, um interesting for me on the flip side uh, I well I was watching Red Zone but because it was one of the the later games, you know, it was shown quite a bit of it. I didn't find the Chiefs that convincing um, against the Chargers, you know, especially when the Chargers had to throw in their rookie quarterback about 10 seconds before kickoff because of one of the most um, bizarre things I think I've seen recently. I don't know if anyone saw it. The, so it was Tyrod Taylor was getting an injection um, and the doctor actually punctured his lung. Um, so they had to throw in he obviously was having difficulty breathing, breathing just before the game, so they had to throw in Herbert. Um, and they, you know, the Chiefs only just squeaked out a, a, an overtime win. So I think the Ravens look look better so far, which is why I've gone for them. Um, but yeah, that's all our, all our predictions for this week. So I think um, moving on to the questions from from social media. So Tony, have you got anything from from Facebook? 
Sure, yeah. I mean, just before we do the questions, I just want to give a shout out to Natalie Street, who actually joined the um, the, the Facebook conversation during the game last week for the the Eagles game. She actually thought it was a nine o'clock kickoff. Just a shout out to Natalie. It's six o'clock. Let's see what six o'clock and not the late game. Um, but yes, the um, the questions on Facebook. Uh, Mitchell Cowper, um, the one player stroke coach you've been most pleased with, um, be it because he's performed better than you expected, or simply because they've been that good, or because you're excited about his potential. Rob. Um, three names spring to mind right away. Um, obviously, I'm going to get my my uh, my, my shout in for uh, Micah Kaiser. Um, but also, we, you know, we, we saw what uh, you know Jordan Fuller did in the first game as well. Um, and also, a, a shout out to, to Brandon Staley. You know, I'm liking what I'm seeing from this defense. Um, I think you know he's, he's keen to you know to put his stamp on it, and, and that's what I'm seeing. Um, and, and I hope things continue to, to to progress the way they are. You know, because he, he looks to be a guy that reads a game well and, and, and adapts. You know, in game, and I think that's something that's that's only going to benefit. You know, so certainly those, those three guys stand out for me at the moment. Excellent. Yeah, I, I think we've. I think most of us have been impressed with the way that Staley's organised the, um, the the defence this season, uh, particularly the, the half time adjustments. Um, but I, I think there's a, there's quite a few players that are performing well. Whether they're performing better than we expected um, is another question. Um, but I think there's there's quite a few players that are performing well this season. Um, Jordan, anything to add to that? Um. I think those are kind of the obvious ones, but I mean, I want to kind of give a shout out to, to McVeigh himself because I think, you know, last season, obviously kind of, you know, it wasn't, I mean, we still won nine games last season. It wasn't a complete disaster, although we didn't make the playoffs. That's obviously the main thing you're looking for now. But I think especially the, the, the Eagles game, the, the play calling was, was tremendous. Um, you know, I mentioned how kind of easy it seemed to be on the on the scores. Um, you know, thirty-seven points, and it, at times it barely looked like we broke sweat. So I think he's getting, I think he's getting his mojo back for you know that we saw the kind of 2018 seasons. So yeah, just a, a shout out to McVeigh because I think he's he's getting back to his best. Excellent, yeah, and that that's pretty much. We had a bit of a discussion on Facebook around what other people thought um, of players and, and who was doing well. Um, David Acuna um, says it's got to be Kaiser, who expected to, him to be leading in tackles. Most thought our linebackers were going to be our weakest position group. Um, and Mitchell Cooper replies, well, Kaiser did miss a, a, f- a few tackles against Dallas, um, but then brought up Jordan Fuller, uh, round six pick. Uh, but first choice safety from day one uh, doesn't seem to have put a foot wrong. Does anybody disagree with that? Um, certainly, you know. I, I, again, it was it was start again over wrap this uh, this week. Uh, or sorry, the weekend there, and uh, I, I, th- I thought he had he certainly had a quieter quieter game. But I, again, he, he he looked to be very capable um, from from what I remember. You know, I think you know they they, they dropped Taylor Rapp into the game. You know, a few times. Um, I think he had. 17, 17 snaps he was in for this game I think Taylor Rapp um, but uh, but yeah but, uh, you know absolutely I think he's, he's one of those guys worth keeping an eye on and it wouldn't surprise me um, if he continues to keep Taylor Rapp out of that position at free safety Excellent excellent Jordan um, No I mean like 
Grob says, it was maybe a bit of a quieter game for, for Fuller, but sometimes that's a good thing. You know, the obviously the kind of headline play he made in week one was the the stop one fourth down, but wasn't required as much this week. The, the game wasn't quite as tight um after the after the uh, the first half, you know. So yeah, I think you know, I think we've covered the, the main guys that have been the surprises or mm-hmm. or the impressive ones. Yeah. So was there anything on Twitter? Any Twitter questions, Jordan? Um yeah, a, f- a few. Um well Jay Stodd's got one and we've kinda it's kinda gone on about how is you know, is Tyler Higby underrated? So I think we've we've went over that in terms of where he fits and the you know, the, the kind of tiers of tight ends. And he also mentions about him being the next player to get extended, but he was actually extended previously. Was that was it last season he was extended? So he's he's already signed his new deal through the, the twenty twenty three season. So, you know, that that's one that's already done. Um that was our first wave of of contracts along with, you know, obviously Gurley and, and uh Cooks who are no longer here. So that one's already done. Um, maybe one more for you too because you've got the Rams winning this week and I, I don't so it's from Daniel a great start so far how long can we keep it up so I suppose this is kind of using your predictions into the future as well because if you look at the schedule over the next few weeks after the Bills game we've got you know the Giants, the football team of Washington, um, the 49ers who are obviously injury ravaged at the minute. So, I mean, the schedule kind of, on paper anyway, gets easier. So, you know, how long? How long do you think this kind of winning streak can can be going if 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 we get through Sunday, um, Tony? I mean, it's a bit strange this year in so much as we've got we've got a perfect bye week, haven't we, in week nine? So we've got eight games and then a break and then eight games again. Um, and I was just looking at the predictions for the season, Jordan, and we are we are locked in together until the Buccaneers in in week eleven when you've got a loss and I've got a win. So we we've got exactly the same predictions until then. Um, I, I I don't I don't like the Niners away game. Um, I know they've got a lot of injuries. It is another three weeks away. I I'm still of the opinion that we'll probably lose at the Niners, and that really hurts to say that. So I I think week six we'll see a loss. So Rob, any any advance on week six? You think we'll get further or? Well, do you know, I'm, I'm just looking at the schedule now, actually, you know, and, and this game could be pivotal for us because I, I think if we actually go ahead and win this game, um, I think we're certainly better than the Giants. I think we're better than the football team. And, uh, the, you know, the, the next potential banana skin, I think, is the 49ers. Um, and, and I'd be interested to see how Garoppolo comes back from his injury, you know, and uh, and the running back as well, uh, most up. Um, how he kind of recovers as well, um, but I, I think to be honest with you, if we if we beat the Bills, there's nothing uh, nothing stopping us. I think no disrespect to the football team and to the Giants, but I honestly think we could actually go into that game unbeaten um, and take a head of steam like that into that game um, could really pay dividends for us. So um, again, after that, you know, I, I don't think the, the Bears are looking particularly scary at the moment. Um, I think we're we're better than the Dolphins. Um, 
And then after that, the Seahawks is going to be a difficult, you know, a Seahawks at home certainly, but that's going to be a difficult one as well. But but no, I think to be honest with you, we, we actually beat the Bills this weekend coming and we have the potential to take, you know, a five-game winning streak into that 49ers game. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said earlier, it's not it's not going to be surprise me if, if the Rams win this weekend. It's just more the the fatigue or whatever if, if you like of the, the travelling that's that's kind of playing on my mind but yeah certainly the schedule kind of calms down after after this week um, and and it can you know it could really could be a, a long one and run but I don't like looking too far ahead either you know I'm, I'm always the one one game at a time boring person but uh, it's just the way the way I am I suppose um, and the kind of the final one well, what I'll say is we've got a question, but it's from someone that uh, their profile is private and because we don't follow them, I can't actually see the question. So if you want to remain you know, with your your account private, maybe even try and DM us the question and it means that we, we still get it because I can see a reply someone's, someone's put to their question, but I can't actually see the question. Um, so the final one's from, from Scott and... We've just been talking about how far will the winning streak go. So Scott actually has his win in the Super Bowl here because his question is, do you think they will be allowing fans back in stadiums so we can watch us win the Super Bowl? So does anyone want to want to take that one? Want to take the prediction on of that? I certainly I certainly won't be. Um, Rob? <laughs> Um, well, do you know, watching a bit of Good Morning Football today, um, one of the hosts in Good Morning Football, I just forget his name, um, did actually have us winning at the NFC West. So, you know, you go into the playoffs again with a good head of steam and I suppose anything's possible. Do I think we'll win the Super Bowl? I, if I'm honest, I think there's stronger teams out there. Um, but certainly I think the playoffs are achievable uh, and I think that's what we, what we certainly should be aiming for as uh, maybe, maybe a decent playoff run. Yeah, um, Tony, you want to you want to take that on either? Um, no, I want to completely dodge the question, actually, Jordan. But uh, <laughs> you know, with, with the extra wild card places that are coming to play this season, um, in theory, it makes um, it easier in inverted commas to to make the playoffs. Um, and if you look at the, I know we're only on week two, but um, the NFC West have have played eight games and the whole division has only lost one one game so far and that was the Cardinals versus the Niners so I think we are in a strong division and I think we've known that for a few years now um, and if we can fight our way out of this division um, I think we stand a decent chance of, of doing something good in the playoffs so and that that would be my measure of success is this season will be to make the playoffs and, and do something well there. Yeah, I'm going to avoid the Super Bowl bit, but in terms of fans, I think, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's a difficult one. And it's also, I hate talking politics, but because it's in Florida, I actually think there will be fans at the Super Bowl um, because that's one of the states that's kind of opened up more than others and obviously we've had the, the Dolphins had fans um, at the weekend there I think the Jags had fans the previous week, they'll probably have fans again on Thursday so I think we'll, we will actually see fans at the Super Bowl this year or well, yeah. next year but this season so um, yeah I think I'll answer that part of the question, I'll not answer the other 
part or touch no. on the other part. Well, um, I, think, I think the Chiefs had fans as well this this, this yeah, week as all, well. Did they? All, I can't remember which. I think it was three or four teams that had fans in the stadium. All, all states seem to be different. Um, I think California is one of the more, um, you know, the, the, the one that's kind of closed up more than them all. So I, I'm not even sure we'll see fans at, at Rams games this, this year at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cowboys had 20,000. Um, on Sunday, the Chiefs in their opener had, I think it was 15% or something like that. Um, I think the Colts had, the Colts had really limited numbers, something like 500, but I think that was kind of like a test event. Um, so we are seeing fans get into more more um, stadiums, but I don't think it's going to be every stadium. But like I say, the Super Bowl's in Tampa this year. Um or this season, obviously next year. So I think we will see fans there. But, um, yeah, it's, it's obviously dependent on the states um, that, that these teams play in. So that's it in terms of the questions. Is there anything anything closing, Tony? Um, I can't believe you didn't mention the uh, the Cooper Cup fumble and the punt return. I, I don't know oh, if you want to touch Jordan, on that. Jordan, Jordan, you had to bring it up, didn't you? You know, I've been trying to avoid it all week and just just sort of move on smoothly. And you have to you have to drag that into the conversation. No, I'm not going to mention that at all. But um, I I like the way that we've we were all quite optimistic for this season now. Um, it was really hard to tell how good we might be, even though we had hard knocks but no preseason. Um, but I, I, I like the way that we're, the whole fan base is quite positive at the moment, and, and long may that continue. Yeah, um, no, just to kind of touch on some before before we get Rob's thoughts. You know, last last season we went three and zero. And I really wasn't convinced by the by the performances. I thought it was, I think it was three pretty, you know, poor wins. I think, I think it was the Panthers in week one, and then the Cardinals and the Browns. And I think we kind of, you know, struggled past all of them. So even though we were three and zero at that point, I really wasn't wasn't convinced. Whereas this year, although it's only two and zero, you know, I'm a, a lot more convinced by the by the team so far. Um, yeah, like you say, I think it's a lot more positive. So, uh, Rob, any any final thoughts? I very much agree with you both guys. You know, there seems to be a good aura about the team just now. Um, and again, I wasn't going to mention the Cooper Cup fumble, Tony. wasn't going to do that to you. Oh. Um, but uh, one, one thing that came from it was um, we got a little bit of feedback from one of the commentators during the game. And Sean, Mc- Sean McVeigh said to the team after the fumble that, you know, that will only affect us if we let it. And and that that for me just just really looks at how the team's playing. I think there's a positive aura about the team just now, and you know, in the two games they've they've came out firing, you know, on both sides of the ball. Um, and I think it bodes well for the season. I think the 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 most difficult part of the season I thought was these first three games, and you know, certainly that's two in the bag, and hopefully we can we can get the third as well. But no, I think I think you know the, the team's looking to go in a positive way. Um, I'm, as I, as I said before, I like what I see from Brandon Staley's defence um, I'm also really coming round to this uh, running back by committee 
Um, as I say, Henderson took his opportunity, you know, at the weekend there. Um, you know, Malcolm Brown is is looking really good um, when 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 he's on the park, and I think there's just nothing but you know good things to hopefully come from Cam Akers, you know, once he's once he's fit and well again. So, um, I think positive stuff, you know, a, a lot of lot of lot of really good positives, um, and I think a good vibe around, around the team as well just now. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that just about does us for for tonight. Um, yeah, so Sunday's game against the Bills for, for UK fans um, here, it's on Sky Sports at 6pm, so unfortunately it means you've got Game Pass, it's going to be blacked out, but um, yeah, if you can tune into that, certainly tune in and hopefully hopefully the Rams get to 3-0, and so um, I think that'll do, so uh, thanks for that, Tony. Excellent, thank you, Jordan. And thanks again, Rob. Pleasure, guys, thank you. Yeah, so thanks for listening and we'll we'll catch you next week, hopefully.